0: I just go through this time and time again. So take time to see the falls and water stuck on.
1: Hello, hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Spinning Thoughts Podcast. This is Angelo coming at you. It is episode 43, and they just keep on growing and growing and growing. And that's because of all of you listening, and we couldn't be more grateful make sure you're following us on twitter at spin thoughts pod and look the podcast is free to subscribe to on itunes and google play and all those other fantastic uh sources so get at it get with us everybody say hello to mr brandon robertson what up B? yo what's going on man ah uh, you know it's 60 some degrees here we i feel like we we'll always kick off the episodes talking about the weather uh it's called a fallback people in case music talk doesn't work for us Uh, We're going to go into, what, meteorology? Uh, You
2: would call it meteorology,
1: yeah. Yes, so uh, it's just called, um, you know, having a fallback plan. So everybody, make sure you do that. Um, It's nice and sunny and warm in Pittsburgh. Maybe not so sunny anymore, it was. Um, But we're in good shape here because we're moving on to an exciting episode 43. We've got some amazing guests here that we're super excited to talk to. So everyone, please... Get ready hold on to your seat. We've got Alex and Nick from the every day anthem dudes. What up? Yo, Alex and Nick Yo, what's up guys? Hey, what's shaking guys? How's it go? You guys uh, what down in at- Atlanta? Is that where we're at? Yeah, down in
3: Atlanta. It's a uh, rainy and nasty here today we got a lot of storm warnings.
1: now guys um, We want to jump in to um, some awesome content here. We've got a lot to cover because you guys have a lot going on. So let's kick it off. On March the 25th, the band released its debut full-length album titled Nobodies. Now, guys, congratulations on a killer release. We've jammed this album more times than you can imagine. It is phenomenal. Uh, how does it feel to finally have it drop and for your fans to finally get a listen to it?
3: Oh, that was such a relief. Like, we, we had this, we've had this album since October, and... We didn't get to release it for, you know
1: Almost half a year. Yeah.
3: So yeah. So we've had it and we've just been waiting, but we we figured we'd take our time and hopefully the as we build hype it'll it was it was a great release. We everything everybody seems to love it, so we're super happy with it.
1: Is there like a sigh of relief now that like the build up to all that is gone? Or like does it almost feel like Something's missing because you've been building up to this for so long and now it's out. Like, what's the feeling like uh, after such an amazing accomplishment?
3: Well, um, I don't know. I I think it's pretty cool. Uh, I I don't think I like, I would say I definitely feel released because, I don't know, I was always, uh, there was always like this sense of anxiety when we come up and like we're waiting on the album to release and we don't really know how people are going to react. And then now that it's out and people have been telling us stuff, now we have like you know we can like ease be at ease. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It it's <laughs> it was definitely awful having to wait that long to put it all out. Um, but there is definitely huge side relief once it's out. Um and then literally the next day, I know in my in, in my case I'm just like, all right, now you know, what else on to the now? next I, I thing, like right? Always just more work to do.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Now, um, Brandon, why don't you talk to the guys about what they were doing in October? They kind of referenced it there.
2: Yeah, as far as I understand, you traveled to Nashville and stayed there for the entire month in order to record the album. Uh, is that right?
3: Yeah, and uh, we were, we ex- actually,
2: You recorded with a dude that, that some of our listeners have probably heard of. Uh, is that right <laughs> as well?
3: Yeah, that is, that is definitely true. You want to tell
2: our listeners and your fans who that was?
3: Yeah, uh, uh, we actually worked with uh, Ryan Dawson, the drummer from All Time Low. He was the uh, he was the engineer and he was the producer on the album. So it was an incredible experience. Which is
1: fucking awesome. Yeah, man. I loved him. Fallout Boy. Oh, <laughs> well oh, I mean, I'm All Time Low, not Fallout Boy. What Was I thinking? Um, <laughs> 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 no, I know my stuff. Know I'm messing awesome. with ya. It's a late April Fool's. Um, no, seriously though, um, what a fantastic opportunity uh there's people who are clawing just to say hi to the guy let alone get into (laughs) a goddamn studio and record record a debut full length so how did you guys get lined up with mr dawson from all-time low
3: um so when nick and i were doing first of all when, when when all this started nick and i were you know making covers in an apartment at college um one night we did our we did our very first cover and then you know we decided we were going to make that a band so it was we kind of jumped the gun a little bit but <laughs> after a bit we decided that we wanted to you know work on some of our own music Nick had a lot of songs left over from other projects that he'd worked on you know and and you know we teamed up with a couple of other friends to try and get some stuff done but I remember seeing because um, I'm, I'm such a huge All Time one nerd I, I've always been since I was a kid and yep. I, I think Nick has too but. Um, I remember seeing Ryan, you know, kind of getting into into mixing um, other bands, like younger bands. Um, and, I, and I saw that one time and, you know, this had been, this had been like you know, six months before I met Nick. But um, we were like, oh, who, who's going to do this? How are we going to do this? Who's going to mix our record? And, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I wonder if I can go back, you know, in these archives and, and, of tweets and, and find that one that Ryan put out. And sure enough, I found it. And he hadn't mentioned anything about it in forever. And so I honestly wasn't really expecting him to still be doing it. Um, And this wasn't a tweet
1: directed toward you specifically. It was just a general tweet that he was, what, looking for bands to to produce? Yeah, yeah,
3: exactly. Yeah, exactly. I think, you know, he was kind of out on tour at the time. Okay. um, Just kind of dabbling on his days off and whatnot. But we shot him a message. This was our very first EP um, called Call It Infatuation last year. Uh, we ended up recording most of that here in, um, you know, Atlanta, the Alpharetta area. Uh, and then we sent that over to him and he he did all the mixing on that. Um, and, it, and it turned out to be, you know, a pretty good album for us, um, you know, as, as such a young band. Uh, and we made a pretty good friendship with him, you know, at that point. Um, and, and there was, you know, talk during the process, like, you know, kind of joking around like, hey, you know, come up here and record a full length at some point. And, <laughs> Uh, we were like, yeah, you know, it. I think we'll do that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but and look, I mean, again, it's it's absolutely incredible, and and I think I think it's in, it's just such a uh, amazing talking point to to just understand the evolution. I mean, it, let's even go back then one step further. So you're saying that your 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 initial release then it was an EP that you had Ryan what, ma- like mix it or master it after the fact? Is that what you're saying? Yes. So how did you even get that set up? Like, you you got to understand why I'm asking the question because we have so many really. listeners, right, that are trying to start bands. And they, everyone's just like, man, I wish fucking All Time Low would jump in and help us out. Like, how do you get a dude from All Time Low to just jump in and help you out? You just sent him a text? Is yeah. that what it was? Like, hey, bro, we're looking for some help. <laughs> uh <laughs>
3: uh it it was it was pretty weird we we uh we sent him an email we actually were already we sent him an email about possibly mixing because he he had he had tweeted about that he mixed bands and then we, we hadn't heard from him in a while like i don't know if he was even doing it anymore and we had already started getting the album mixed by someone else and he ended up shooting us back an email. So, we, so you
1: what? You told we, the other guy, "All right, fuck you, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan just hit us up. You're out. He's in." <laughs> we we scrapped the first mixes, and we ended up starting
3: work where he, he, we by chance he happened to like mess. He had a he emailed us like months later. Yeah, oh I think he was over in Europe and got locked out of some like accounts or something. You know, I, I, he could have been BSing us honestly. But
2: who knows? <laughs> how was the conversation with the other guy? Was it like, uh, "Hey, it's not you, it's me," you know?
1: it it was a lot like a breakup it's it's really fantastic that you had the opportunity to work with ryan of course but um what i want to dive into a little bit more without the album really is is how did you guys approach the creative process for this give us a little bit of some inside info on on the dynamic of creating this before you even step into the studio
3: uh it was it was pretty weird we we I don't, I, we weren't really sold on the whole full length album. The full length album kind of went and like came up as we were writing songs. And uh, we kept writing songs, and there were songs that we didn't want to give up. We were, we were citing if we were going to do an EP, we would have to cut some of these songs. And we didn't want to cut any of the songs. So we ended up like, I, we decided that we were doing a full length, but yeah. it was pretty much just people were coming like to each other with different songs, like, like people's. Uh, Alex Peebles here. He he wrote like he wrote a couple of the songs on the album, and the lead guitarist Alex Crane wrote a couple of songs on the album, and then I wrote a, I wrote a good bit of the songs on the album. So it was literally we all kept coming with with songs, and then we decided that we were gonna make a full length since we had so many songs and we wanted to record them all, and we felt like they belonged on the same album.
2: So you initially went in with the idea of making an EP, and then it kind of morphed yeah. into a full length.
3: Yes, absolutely. I, I think we were all kind of like, it, it was one of those rare occasions where everyone in the band was, was in a pretty similar like place, like creative-wise. And so everything we kept bringing to the table would just, it happened to go, you know, pretty well with one another. And all of a sudden we had, you know, like 14 or 15 songs that we were trying to choose, you know, which ones we wanted to cut down and, and you know, keep on the album and everything. So it, it was it was really cool, you know, during that time. To see, like, you know, it, it kind of shows kind of what we were made of and what we could
1: do. Absolutely. Now, you mentioned, you know, all these songs that you had. Um, you, you say 14, 15. So obviously, some didn't make the cut then of the full length. Yeah, we, we actually we cut a few. So, I mean, we we were. <laughs> what do you do with those? Is what it, I always kind of wonder that because Brandon and I were musicians as well. Uh, but clearly, we're not super successful. And that's why we lean on a podcast um <laughs> outside of the, the the band thing but seriously I mean we we have archives of music what do you guys do with yours is there plans on these entering um the future um of of everyday anthem what what do you see happening with that uh I don't i I think
3: it's I think it depends uh I, a lot of the songs were cut because you know we didn't feel they were as good as the other songs but a, a lot of there are a couple songs that we cut because they didn't seem like thematically that they fit on the album. Like they were a little bit too dark for the album. So it didn't necessarily mean they were bad songs. So I guess it just depends on, you know, if our next album we decide that we want it, you know, either brighter or darker and we can, you know, revisit and, you know, see, Hey, this was a good song that, it just didn't fit on the last album, but, you know, I think it has a place on this one, so, you know, maybe.
2: I mean, didn't the Beatles do that with uh, Abbey Road? Those were all songs that didn't make the cut for the White Album, if I understand correctly?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I know the Beatles did that a lot. They they just compiled songs, and they had albums written in advance, actually, I heard.
1: Well, guys, um, I, I hate to be that guy, but I want to I want to make sure our audience knows the bands that we're talking about, so if we could find somebody a little bit More well known than than the Beatles, yeah, they probably don't know who. (laughs) So I hate hate to be that that guy, guy, but the bumblebees. I just want to kind of like, you know, set the tone here. We gotta kind of cater to a a wide demographic of people, so let's stay away from the roaches from now on. Okay, yeah, somebody more well known. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, so what I'm getting to though, guys, is uh the the collection of music in Nobody's is really phenomenal. It flows so well together which it seems like full lengths at one point they were the bee's knees that now it seems like we're in a culture where it's really singles and eps and when somebody releases a full length it usually just feels like multiple eps in one full length but your full length sounds like a goddamn full length album that that meshes (laughs) and and works so Kudos on that,
2: and clearly you're into to classics. You're using words like bees knees. I haven't heard that in. I said bees knees. That's bees. what I'm saying. Well, you I, love classic I, things like I, told, sayings you. I told you. I told you. I'm a big like,
1: I'm a big Roaches fan. You know, I I love those guys. <laughs> those five guys um, from Australia. But uh, what I want to know is what song off of Nobody's are you guys most proud of?
3: Ooh. Uh. That's probably gonna be different. What you did is probably stage right?
1: I don't know. Or awake. I mean, I... doesn't have to be your favorite song, but just the one you're most proud of. Whether you had like a big influence in the creation or just the way it turned out.
3: Uh, oh well, I, I guess I'll go first. Uh, mine was actually "Wish You Well." Okay. Uh, the the closing song on the album, yeah. And that's because that was uh t- that was I think the latest game song we had. We actually were intending to close out the album with Take Two. Oh,
0: okay.
3: And I wasn't actually satisfied with Take Two as a closing song. Like, I I really loved it as a song. I just didn't want it to be the last one. So I actually wrote Wish You Well.
1: So are you saying originally the, the LP was going to be a, if I'm remembering it, is 11 tracks. So it was going to be a 10 track until you wrote Wish You Well?
3: And until I wrote Wish You Well as the closing track, because I felt like we needed, wow. you know, a song to close out the album, and and I didn't I didn't I didn't hear that with any of the songs. So I decided that I needed to write a, like a brand new one to that was you used know, intentionally to close, to close it.
2: That's yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Which track is more important to you, the opening track or the closing track of an album?
3: For me, it's the closing track. Yeah, Why? I agree. because uh. Cause, uh I think it leaves your taste in people's mouths. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it, it, you, that's the last thing they're gonna hear, you know, if they walk away from the album and and that one's gonna be stuck in their head.
1: Right. Um and, and I'm not gonna and, and lie, I, I even sometimes skip the intro track to albums because a lot of times they're not even full tracks, they're kinda like just literally intros. Yeah, like
3: Yeah, they're they're intro tracks. Uh yeah, we, we we thought about doing that, but uh we decided against it. We we actually we were gonna have it was weird to be We were going to have Like an outro track That wasn't a full A full song And then an intro uh, An intro track That wasn't a full song But we scrapped Scrap
1: both those ideas But yeah
3: I think it's cool sometimes When they go straight Into the other song But we we did it
1: Now We're talking about A lot of the highlights To Nobody's it, it was dropped on March the 25th Debut full length For the Everyday Anthem um, What I want to know Is Kind of the flip side To that There's always peaks and valleys throughout everything in life. So I don't, I don't like to focus on any negatives, but you can grow from the negatives. So what was the most trying part of this whole process in releasing nobodies? Was there any tough times that, that you want to share?
3: Um, yeah, we had, we definitely had our fair share of, of tough times. Um, I- I think one of the biggest, especially considering how young of a band we are and, you know, how short of a time all five of us have been together, whether or not we've worked on other projects before, it, it was difficult at first because we were trying to do such a big thing. But at the same time, we were all still trying to like mesh well with one another. Um, and so, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. We had like some, some tough times, you know, trying to, you know, compromise with, with everyone about what we wanted to be on the record, you know, various ways we wanted to do things when it came to to singles, um, you know, artwork, all that sort of stuff. Um, so, you know, as exciting as it was, and it was you know, I, I think it all turned out, you know, wonderfully, but that was definitely probably one of the, the most trying times, you know, um, other than <laughs> just trying to get some of our songs written. Yeah. Um, that, that was pretty tough as well. But, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. What do you think, Rick? Yeah, it was definitely the whole because because we actually the first EP was I think it was I think it was most weird for maybe me because the first EP was a call of infatuation was mostly songs that I had written before yeah and then we kind of made into you know full bands, but I had all of the songs so all of them were you know already written and this one this whole album we had to write I, I i'd never really written songs you know while like trying to keep everybody everybody's like influences and stuff like that into the song so yeah. everybody likes the song but before the only person i answered to was you know me if i right. like the song that was good enough now i have to make you know four other people like the song and that was that was the harder part
1: <laughs> yeah i can imagine i mean delegating uh and and taking in feedback. I mean, you're getting, yeah, sometimes you are your work or your your, like hardest critic, but it's also hard, you know, to present, you know, creative um, conjurings to other people and, and, and get positive and constructive feedback. So I can understand that. And I think it's encouraging though, because now all that's out of the way. and, And of course, nobody's rocks, you know, the socks off guys, but You know, this is just the beginning to a, you know, a long musical career. And and I think you guys are meshing well and it's going to continue to grow. Before we move away from this segment talking about Nobody's, the debut full length from the Everyday Anthem, uh, you mentioned to Brandon that you spent essentially the entire month of October in Nashville to record the album. What did you guys do when you weren't in the studio? What were you guys getting into?
3: (laughs) Um we were either sleeping uh, there was there was actually this uh, burrito place called Baja Burrito okay that was right right by the, the studio and good
1: we would never feel like bur- good location yeah honestly
3: it was amazing so uh yeah we spent a lot of time at the burrito place i think we 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 spent a lot of money there too i think we <laughs> added it up and all together i think the five of us spent at least a grand on burritos. Oh man, that <laughs> um,
1: sounds awesome. Yeah, that does. Sound good. <laughs> so we were there
3: for 21 days, 22 days, or something, and I think each of us had at least like 18
1: transactions. That was <laughs> <laughs> awesome. each of us. So that's 18 times five. Yeah, it's a good amount of transactions. Well, Baja but, uh, Burrito or yeah. whatever your uh, location is called, um, that you should be a sponsor for the Everyday Anthem. Essentially, I mean, yeah,
3: honestly, we. We, we would, would love, like you know, lifelong membership cards. That
1: would go. be amazing. There we go. Let's yeah, it hook would... it up for the dudes. This album and the Nobody's brought to you by Baja Burrito. I like it. I like the alliteration. We <laughs> should have put
3: them in the credits. <laughs> <laughs> now, guys. No, but um, we did we did a lot of sightseeing. Um, did you hit up um, any shows? No, oh, we no. didn't get any shows. We I, we you know we looked around for a bit and, and 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 it's not like no one we wanted to see was coming through, but. Uh, we honestly just probably didn't try super hard to go. I mean, we got out of the studio at like around eight. Yeah, and then, you were there for so, business first. Yeah, and and so like if we left at eight, I don't know. We especially since we were there early, we we kind of just wanted to eat and go to bed. I was,
1: and and I'm sure those burritos kind of put you into like a food coma. You weren't going anywhere yes. after one of them burritos, that am was, I right? It, it was
3: it was pretty much studio, <laughs> then burrito, then food coma, then wake up. Try and finish a few other songs because <laughs> we we were we went to the song we went we went to, we went to uh, Nashville with like a lo- a couple songs that didn't have second verses. So we had to like also finish songs while we were in Nashville. So, yeah, we did a pretty extensive uh, bar review of Nashville as well, that I feel like we're all pretty proud of.
1: All right, guys, so we've been talking a lot about this debut full-length album, Nobodies, that just dropped on March the 25th. So what we want to do right now is play a track from that album. So everybody, please enjoy. Wish you well off of the debut full-length album, Nobodies, from the Everyday Anthem. that was wish you well off of the debut full length from the everyday anthem it is titled nobody's now guys we we talked about wish you well uh previously here in the episode but anytime we listen to a full track here on spinning thoughts we like to just give it one more mention so anything else about wish you well uh that you wish to tell us oh nice you like that
3: um I mean, Wish You Well is, is just a really cool song to me. Like, I, I think it's definitely my favorite on the album, so probably my favorite song. And uh, I don't know, it, it always seemed to to me, this is always I guess what I imagined the band as. Like, Wish You Well is a yeah. very uh, uh, it, to me it's the epitome of what I, I kind of like, I, I hear our songs as and which is like why I would name the band the everyday Anthem. I felt like this, this song was the most some ish yeah. especially with the bridge and the, so I guess this is the last song, you know, it was, uh, to me, it was it was always what I kind of wanted from, you know, making the music in this band. Yeah, it's it's definitely, like, from the first time Nick showed it to me, I, I knew that that one was gonna, yeah, well, you know, in my opinion, I hope that that one's gonna be a pretty big one for us just because it accomplishes exactly what we wanted, which was a big ending song that was fun and that a lot of people would love and so I'm just, I'm really excited for that one. I'm, I'm, I'm very keen to see what people think of it.
1: Awesome. <laughs> and, uh, the opinions are always rolling in. Uh, we encourage you to continue, uh, throwing your opinions in for the debut full length from the everyday anthem titled nobody's guys. Give a quick shout out. What is your Twitter handle? I can't remember it off the top of my head. Oh, it's, um, at, and, ah. whoa. Hey, oh. <laughs> you guys okay? <laughs> We're dying. <laughs> oh, let's try it again <laughs> um, twitter handle
3: it is uh it's at everyday anthem um they wouldn't let us put a Z.
1: so yeah uh, d was too much yeah uh yeah we hey we know we we have the same struggle our name our twitter handle is at spin thoughts pod uh because of character oh, yeah, length. Yeah, 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 yeah so damn you twitter and your character limits <laughs> making us think creatively oh son of a bitch <laughs> uh guys some recent news out of the everyday anthem camp beyond even just uh this brand new uh full length from you guys as you just recently shared the stage with we the kings cute is what we aim for in astro lasso when they rolled through atlanta on their tour what was the best part of that whole experience congrats on being there thank you that was that was so much fun
3: um We've, you know, we've done shows with, ton, with tons of different bands and everything, but I think what really stood out to me was just how super nice everyone was. Every, everyone on the We the Kings crew, the QZOA, AstroLazzo, Flat Brick, and all those guys were, were the nicest people, um, always willing to, like, you know, help us out with, you know, whatever gear issues we had. Oh, yeah. We had a few. Uh, <laughs> Um, but it, it it was just overall just a super cool experience because I've been listening and Nick has been listening as well to We the Kings and King is what we aim for since we we're you know, toddlers, I don't know. essentially yeah. right you know since a, we were in the fifth grade and, you know, yeah the L- I was a big cute is what we
1: aim for fan still am I'm glad to see they're back uh, doing their thing torn at least for now I don't know if they got anything new coming down the pipeline do they do you know
3: uh actually I don't know. interesting we we sat and talked to the Champ for like. Two hours at night, and then we didn't even ask.
1: Yeah, we, uh, we that. <laughs> you guys could have just wiggled your way into being like informants of spinning thoughts, and, and you ruined yeah, it. Yeah, I um, did not take advantage of that. You I ruined it, to. son of a bitch. <laughs> it's okay. We'll give you guys another chance. Yeah, maybe, I hope you feel really good about that, guys. Maybe maybe you can hit up Ryan and see, you know, give us some more details on their upcoming album here, and and you'll redeem yourselves. Um, uh, of the three <laughs> bands, George. though, that you shared the stage with. Which one killed it the most, in your opinion?
3: Uh, uh performance-wise, to me, it was definitely We the Kings. Yeah, uh, you could just tell that they've been playing for so long, and that they've been playing together for so long. And it was also because they were, you know, they were playing their, the the ten year anniversary of their first album. So these are songs that they've been playing forever. Yep. And so they just they knew what they were doing. Uh, but. I, I don't know, when it came to like uh energy and stuff, Acute uh, cute is what we aim for, put on a really cool show. The guy was Chant was like climbing up onto the the balconies
1: and stuff like that and singing upside down. It was pretty crazy. Well, after their he, little he, hiatus, he, they they should have some energy. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I'm fairly certain he actually injured himself. Yeah, that's, <laughs> he like got like a head injury. Like Maybe his, that's his, why his they
1: were head. on hiatus before. Maybe he needs to chill out. I fell off a balcony or something. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. Yeah, he was actually recovering this whole time. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, What a shame. What a shame. Now, you mentioned that you've shared the stage with other notable national acts, things like that. And um, it's always kind of fun to hear about, you know, who plays on the stage with who. So, what other acts have you guys kind of uh, had the honor of playing with? Drop some more names for us.
3: Um, So, we played a show... With Emma Rose, yeah, yeah. Amarosa oh, good. from uh, from Hopeless Records, and then uh, we also we we also played the show with uh, Ann Arbor. Ann Arbor, yeah. uh, that was a cool, sh- that was a really, Ann they were so very nice.
1: very good. Now, guys, uh, to date, what show of yours has been the most enjoyable or memorable?
3: Uh, for, I, I, for me, it was definitely our EP, we, we uh, our last EP release show. We haven't, we actually haven't done a, uh, we haven't done a release show for this new album, but our, we, when we released our last EP call of Infatuation, we had a release show and it was, it was pretty cool. We, we had definitely had a lot more people showed up than actually we thought uh, was, was going to be there. So it was just like a way bigger turnout than we ever imagined. So it, it honestly felt amazing that was probably that was like the first big show we had as a band so.
2: are you planning definitely. on having an album release party or anything for for this new album
3: oh yeah for sure we're, we're uh we're trying we're trying to you know plan shows and we're also we want we want a tour so we're trying to get in there yeah we, we've definitely got some some stuff so in the works right now that we're trying to sort out so. that's a good
1: transitional piece here guys because as we're we have two segments that we're gonna like uh play along with here after this next topic um, but before we get there I did want to touch on th- like the next steps for the band um, especially after releasing such an amazing full length again it's titled nobodies and if you haven't listened to it then shame on you um, yeah you're a loser but it's 2017 <laughs> they're not losers Brandon uh, but it's you're t- just losing out I guess that's <laughs> better we like to be uplifting here at Spinning Thoughts. Um what I want to know is what do you guys do from here? How do you keep the momentum alive? What's next? Can you give us a little a little bit
3: Uh yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, honestly, I think now it's just,
3: you know, we have some obviously we have some content coming up uh that we you know, we we don't want to stop at just uh just releasing the album obviously we, we you know we want to record you know some some uh music videos and uh and and plan a tour and, and it's just like now i feel like we have so much to do and, and like less time to do it in because now the album's out yeah i feel like people ex- expect more so we're we're definitely trying to get in there and and do more so now we can bring nobodies to other people and other people that you know can't see us live hopefully we'll be able to get out further and play you know, more in the States than we have before.
1: Is there going to be something in 2017? Do you think like a, a somewhat of a, something of a tour, if not a full out one that um, people are going to be able to, to get out to? Oh, yes,
3: yeah. absolutely. We're, we're definitely going to hit the road yeah. this year. I, I mean, we don't know the scope of it, but we definitely know we're hitting the road. There we go. All right. Yeah, so it's, it's in its early stages now. And it's, yeah, it's in, its early, it's in it. Yeah. Wow. It's tough, that, I'm sure. Uh, Podcasting stuff.
1: If it was if it was easy, everybody would do it. Oh shit! Again, there I, there I go again. Talkies, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's in its early
3: stages now, but we definitely um, have uh, an idea of where we want to go and when we want to do it. Um, we've been talking to you know some other bands that we're kind of friends with to try and work some stuff out, uh, and then just you know kind of keeping our fans in mind, like where they are, you know where they can go. You know what I mean? But um, it's exciting. De- definitely playing more shows is in our is in our future as well as, like Nick was saying, putting out some more content. We've got a few different little uh, surprise uh, things coming coming our fans' way on, like, YouTube and, and Twitter and stuff like that. Right. Um, but re- you know, just trying to get it out, you know, to everyone, to, you know, anyone who will listen, trying to make some PR moves and such. But, yeah.
1: Well, you guys are making a good first step by coming on to Spinning Thoughts. Um, in, terms of, agree, yeah, in terms I agree in terms of keeping think... the me- the momentum and the, the correct PR moves you guys this was one of the wisest yeah, basically decisions. There's, there's
2: nothing agree, else yeah, you can yeah. do that's going to be more beneficial I don't think
1: yeah <laughs> I, I feel like
3: we've we've actually peaked at like our decisions and like everything else will be like yeah that was a good move yeah everyone's perfect. always
1: going to look back and say yeah that's good but uh, it doesn't beat them being on spinning thoughts you know and so exactly. guys I'm sorry yeah, that yeah. we had to be that electric. Here today, but that's just how we do it. Um, now <laughs> lots coming from the everyday anthem, guys. So um, as you're listening, please keep on checking out the album. Check out the everyday anthem on all the socials, and there's more coming here in 2017. So get ready. Now, gentlemen, we to, to kind of round out the end of this episode, episode 43, with the everyday anthem, we have two segments that we're gonna do. Two Sometimes we don't even do one. Count them. 1 2. We're doing 2. That's a compliment. Um we're going to we're going to kick off the first segment with it's brand new. And we made the we made it inspired by the band name The Everyday Anthem. So this is all you guys all day every day. All right. You like that? Are you impressed? I love Are you flattered? It.
3: I, I'm scared. I have no idea what it is. <laughs> okay.
1: This feels like the answer I got on my first date. Do you like me? Do I look pretty? <laughs> so, I don't know how to feel about this. This is tough. All right, guys, the new segment, it's called Anthem Anarchy. And here's how we play the game. So basically, we're going to name some of the more popular Uh, bands of the pop punk and surrounding genres and we're gonna give you two of their big hitting songs basically their anthems and you have to decide what song or what anthem from that band you like the most what do you think okay all right Uh, yeah all right so this is anthem anarchy for the very first time with the everyday anthem nick and alex let's do it the first band is why don't we just start off with all time low We've got Dear Maria, Count Me In, or Weightless. Oh,
3: uh, Weightless, yeah. So That's my favorite all-time song. We're, we're,
2: we're in agreeance then? Both of you are, are uh, yeah, Weightless?
3: It's, it's probably Weightless. Me, right. at least.
2: So we'll, as we keep going here, Nick, you go
1: first. I don't think Alex, we need to keep go track. track. It doesn't matter. I just
2: like to know. I like the listeners to kind of get insight as to who feels what, if they're differing opinions. So
1: Nick is first. Alex
2: is second. Is that All how right. you want like to do it? it? Let's, let's do that. <laughs> Deal. All right, Brandon. Fallout Boy, Sugar, We're Going Down, or Grand Theft Autumn, Where Is Your Boy?
3: Grand Theft Autumn, Where Is Your Boy
1: for me. All right. And Alex?
3: Uh, Sugar, We're Going Down, because I'm a really basic pop punk guy.
1: So, yeah. <laughs> got it. All right, next up in the Anthem <laughs> Anarchy segment, we've got Newfound Glory, and we've got their hit or miss hit, I was gonna say their hit, hit or miss. Um, we've got hit or miss, or my friends over you.
3: My friends over you. Uh, that's that's like that. That I feel like is their only, like not only, but like their big, big, big one. Like to me, like that's this the individual. one. That's like they had like really big songs, but like that one was just so big. Which one? Well, I,
2: I missed what you said. My friends over you.
3: My Friends Over You, that's, yeah, that's for sure. Like, that's the one I remember. I I didn't even, I don't think I even listened to
1: New Found Glory growing up. I think it was just my brother. Gotcha. And, like, that
3: was the song I heard over and over again when I was growing up.
1: It is a classic. Brandon, tell them the next one. (laughs) The next one, a little band called Yellow Card. Rest in peace. Yep, R.I.P.
2: Played their last show last week. Mm. Anyway, Ocean Avenue or
3: Only One? Uh... Oh really uh fun. probably Ocean Avenue. We actually we actually cover Ocean Avenue a good bit. So no way. I, oh I, nice. I, I have to go with Ocean Avenue. Alright, and Alex? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with Nick. I, I you know, I wasn't a massive yellow card fan growing up, but like how I could dare you on how dare today. you? They just they just rest in peace. I, Aaron, our drummer, would would kill me. <laughs> yeah, Aaron, our, Aaron, our drummer, Aaron, our drummer, is like a mega fan of Yellow Card. So he's actually going to like crucify us. Well, you know what? <laughs>
1: it's a great opportunity for him to create a uh, like a cover band for Yellow Card. Now that they're no longer around, I mean, there's a market. There's a market yeah, for Yellow I'm Card. Yeah, sure
3: he's inspiring.
0: Right. We actually might need a new drummer for you. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Well,
1: look, if he does start a Yellow Card um, cover band, we would love to interview you here on Spinning Thoughts Podcast and, and have you on. So Give <laughs> me the Spinning Thoughts bump that you need. <laughs> the peak of your career is right here on Spinning Thoughts. Now um, We'll make sure that doesn't happen then so he doesn't you know, surpass us. He's you done. sons of bitches. We let you come on our podcast and this is what we get. <laughs> How You repay us? We're not even going to air this fucking episode peaking now. peaking your career? So how's oh, that? God. How's that for control? Um, All right, next up in Anthem Anarchy, we've got some forty one with their hit "Fat Lip" or "Still Waiting."
3: I don't mind. Probably still waiting, honestly. Really? Uh, That's my. I I was always I was always frustrated with "Fat Lip" because the music video had a rap part at the beginning. (laughs) <laughs> but then, but then the studio the studio version doesn't have that part, so yeah. I'd always have to look at the music video, and that yeah. was exhausting. Yeah. Therefore, I have to go with still waiting. I hear Dude, you. Still, still waiting was like the song and video that honestly probably like got me into punk rock. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Yeah, See, like, I, like I, I'm I the love, opposite of that. Green Fat Day Lip American is Idiot. is
2: what got me in. Fat Lip was just just that riff. Stuck in my head What was the riff again Brandon What was the riff Wow
1: I thought that they were actually (laughs) playing
2: playing. Didn't you think that
1: Yeah I I thought we were about to lay down a surprise Everybody welcome Derek (laughs) From Sum 41 (laughs) Nope um. So what? What are we saying, guys? Still waiting. Is that where we're at? For both of them, I believe. Uh yeah. yeah. I think it's still waiting yeah. for both of us. Yeah. All right, Brandon. We're gonna give them two more. Go to the bottom two here. We gotta move on after the
2: bottom two. A F I Fire Inside. Number one. God called in sick today, or Miss Murder?
3: Probably God. Probably God called in sick today.
2: All right, for I Nick, how about you, Alex? Yeah, I love you.
3: Yeah, I I think this murder that was like uh,
1: I don't love that was
3: you. like one of the first um, kind of a uh, I don't want to call them like weird, but it was like one of the first like very non-mainstream albums that I got, and I remember my aunt bought it for me at Tower Records, and I put it in um, and listened to like all of it on the way home. And she was probably thinking like, oh my god, what did I just buy him? You know, like <laughs> songs like Kill Caustic and like uh, like. Um, I got like twin prelude and stuff like that. It was, I
1: loved that record when I was a kid. Me too. I love everything AFI, but God called in sick today is one of my favorite, favorite songs. Exactly. Ever, I ever. Exactly. I love it. It gives me goosebumps every time. No, I've it. Yeah, it is really good. Awesome. All right. The last, the last one here in this brand new segment, we debuted with the everyday Anthem. It's called Anthem Anarchy. We've got my chemical romance, with yeah this is gonna be fun welcome oh. to the black parade or parade or <laughs> or i'm not okay i promise uh, uh, oh my god. Uh,
3: actually it, it's not, not okay for me like i love i think black parade like uh the black parade as an album is a perfect album yeah but I'm Not Okay is actually, like, what got me into My Chemical Romance when I first heard that song. And there's, like, I remember, like, there's that one part where it's, like, the music stops and he's, like, he says, trust me. And then yep. jumps back into the chorus. And I'm, like, that's, I think, my favorite part in maybe every song, any song. Like, cut it. <laughs> oh, uh, so I have to go with that. I'm Not Okay for me. I'm going to say The Black Parade. <laughs> oh! Yeah, oh, I, mean, man. I mean, that was... <laughs> Oh my God. I don't know. I, Cause honestly, like I, I didn't know much my Kim before they put out the black parade. I agree. And I then I got the black parade and, you know, obviously I started buying like 15 MyChem t-shirts and, you know, I was the one kid wearing that kind of stuff to school. Every
2: day you wore a different, my chemical romance shirt for two weeks. Yeah, straight. I was
3: about, I could have worn one probably every day a week. You didn't have a lot of friends, a different one, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think I've been black parade for sure. And, and, like you said, like you guys are saying, it's an anthem, man. It, it is
1: so huge. It but is. But I'm
3: sure next week I'll say I'm not okay. So.
1: <laughs> so that was the conclusion of our brand new segment, Anthem Anarchy with Nick and Alex from the Everyday Anthem, guys. Thanks for playing along. What would you think? You, thank you.
3: Yay. That was awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> oh,
1: that was, was hard. We was might have to I have expected. you guys come it's back stressful. on and do it again with some different uh, bands and, and, and songs. Sound good? That was perfect. Yeah. All Not right. Cool let's let's head out of this podcast and and wrap things up with our favorite segment here. It's called Fan Frenzy. What we do, guys, is leading up to the interview, we reach out to our listeners and your fans, and we encourage them to participate by sending us, tweeting us questions at Spin Thoughts Pod uh, for the band. So we have a few here that we have time for that we're going to ask you, and we hope you oblige and answer. We cool with that.
3: Yeah, yeah,
1: let's do it. All right, I'll kick it off. So, friend of the podcast, at Maddie Rose, asked, actually, it's like a three-parter. I broke it into three. Uh, they'll be quick and easy, though. Number one, how did you guys meet?
3: Uh, we met on a uh, college dating site.
1: Okay. Plenty which, of fish. Perfect. There we go. Okay, so we've got <laughs> online dating is how they met. Apparently, it works. I heard it doesn't. Number two, <laughs> what made you want to do music? Go ahead and answer that. What made you guys want to do music? Uh,
3: what made like guitar hero? Uh, <laughs>
1: I'm not lying. <laughs> Have you ever uh, played
3: John Fisherman on expert level?
1: Oh my God! Before I was in the pop
3: punk, before I was in the pop punk, I was really into Maroon Five, and they made me want to be in a band.
1: Okay. There we go. Maroon 5 Easy enough. and Guitar Hero are the catalysts to the or everythi- er, the everyday anthem. And without th- it we would not be. <laughs> they wouldn't exist. And number 3, what was the most awkward group moment you guys have had?
3: Uh all of them. We're pretty awkward.
1: <laughs> we're a pretty awkward
3: group. Most every time we get on stage.
1: <laughs> uh, Brandon, give them the next question from the next fan.
3: All right.
1: At Tornado Fan Thirty Two asks,
2: "What is your favorite song at the moment?"
3: At the moment, uh, uh, probably Slow Burn by yeah, State same. Champs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Slow Burn champ by who? By State Champs. Oh okay. yeah. I'm so obsessed. Yeah, they just uh, they're putting out. I think a deluxe album, a deluxe edition of their album that they released uh, like a year back. And that was one of the songs, that was one of the, I guess, I guess it's supposed to be a B-side, but it sounds like like one of my favorite state champ songs I've ever heard. So,
1: I I also love a uh,
3: new All Time song, Last, Last Young Renegade. Yep, I'm playing that every single day, like like four times in my car when I'm on the way home.
1: I'm really excited for that album to drop. Um, I've mentioned this really since episode 36, I think, is when we had A Will Away on. Brandon's probably getting so sick of this. A Will Away. I love A Will Away. Do you guys know A Will Away? No, no, I haven't No, you definitely need to check them out. We had them yeah, on episode they thirty-six. Wrap. They they released yeah, their debut full-length called "Here Again." The title track cool. "Here Again" is one of my favorite songs of of a lot of years. Like it's really really good. So highly recommend that from Spinning Thoughts to you guys. How's that sound? Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah we'll check it out. All right, next up on Fan Frenzy, we've got at Emily Foss, I think, 13. I think you guys might know Emily. Uh, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> I had, I had that's, that's to. Actually, uh, that's actually
3: my girlfriend. <laughs> I had
1: to. I, f- I feel like she'd get mad at me if I didn't bring her in. You know what I mean? So she wants to know, what's your favorite TV show ever made? Is there one from both of uh, you guys? Uh, I know Alex is
3: probably
1: The Office. Yes. Uh, the Office? And... Uh,
3: yeah, I've probably right. seen that series all the way through, like, 15 times.
1: Sounds like Brandon with Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah, I have watched Game of a work done. shitload
3: of times. <laughs>
1: uh, mine is
3: probably Friends, because <laughs> I've seen it an excessive amount of times.
2: I was just talking to my wife about Friends yesterday. Uh, I've seen the whole thing, but she has not seen the whole thing, so... Uh, I've never seen an start- episode. Oh, oh dude! It's so I've good. never
1: seen an episode of Friends. What? I'm, so- yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I've not seen an episode of
3: Friends. I'm sorry. That
1: doesn't even make sense. I'm sorry. Um, I'm very bad with TV. In episode forty, we talked to Daisy Head, and we discovered that we've never Brandon and myself we've never watched Arrested Development. Um, Which it's, apparently they love that So joke. Michael from oh. da- Daisy Head encouraged me to listen to it, and I have I, – listen, to watch it, I've watched 14 episodes of Arrested Development, and it is really, really, really good. Do you like it? No, yeah, it's funny. That's that's really funny. That's the one with uh, – uh,
3: Jason Bateman? Jason Bateman. Yeah. And then uh, – What's Mar- what's Mad- the brother
1: will Arnett, will yeah, Arnett, will, Arnett.
3: yeah will that's it yeah
1: sounds good then i, I, like, I like both those dudes years, so. it's really 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 good uh brandon give them the next fan frenzy we got a few more before we uh sign off here at
2: double dare dean asked do you ever get inspiration from your dreams
3: uh i actually don't remember the majority of my dreams i i don't think i do either and I, I don't think that's ever happened yeah. no okay and they uh, actually say I, I, I know i wake, i know i wake up thinking like that was that was crazy man I but re- then i can't remember a single thing that happened i actually only remember really really like outlandish dreams yeah like if the weirder they are the more likely i'm gonna remember them and therefore more likely i'm not gonna write a song about it because <laughs> if i'm being chased by like a dinosaur at some point in my dream that means that i'm not I feel like that doesn't really fit into our genre. I mean, maybe I'll pay attention, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, you guys definitely don't portray the whole, like, dinosaur kind of vibe just yet. Um, but you could get there. I mean, you have to set goals for yourself, you know? The
3: possibilities are in there. Were, dinosaurs
1: it, were pretty steamy back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy emo. They they all killed themselves. That's how emo they yeah. were. Yeah. Um, Triceratops was like jamming to all time low. I like <laughs> remember. <interesting. laughs> um, all right, we got two more uh, for you guys here on the Fan Frenzy segment, and and I want to just say thank you to everybody who participated. Um, we tried to get to as many as we possibly could, so we encourage you to continue to play along here in the future. We've got at Blink One Eight Jag K asked, what two bands would you love to tour with?
3: Mm. Uh, probably this is. I mean, it's just probably Stay Chance and All Time Low. That's those. Those are my two tour bands. There we go. All
1: Solid right. lineup.
3: Yeah, I've wanted I've wanted to tour with All Time Low before I even knew how to play the guitar. Um, so pretty learned at like eighteen. I, and I learned yeah, and I learned all of their songs. That I learned. So um, yeah, probably probably All Time Low um, <laughs> and Stay Chance. And <laughs>
1: There we yeah. go. So you, I, clearly, there's not going to be a debate um, on, we're, we're on more like
3: than I realized.
1: <laughs> I just, I just, I think Stay Champs puts on such a
3: crazy show that like yeah. I don't know. They're just hard to ignore. Like there are, like there are bands that I listen to more, but I know like Stay Champs is like one of the best bands live. Yeah. What wow. if, I, I think Blink would be fun to tour with. Yeah, Blink would be fun to tour with as well.
1: Now, what about with Tom not being there? Are you guys okay with that? Because I'm pretty sad about Tom not being. Me in Blink. too. Uh, I loved. I, loved I, was,
3: I was. I was super disappointed when he didn't come back. But then Skiba's like, doing I, a good I, know, job. I, heard a, I heard a few songs with Skiba in it, and I was like, "This is fine. Like, I love. Like, this, this is. is I could <laughs> totally get into this too." I, I <laughs> just, I
2: just miss his
0: voice. I hate hearing Mark. It's, it's voice one of most, yeah, yeah, it's, it's one it. of the
1: most distinguished, like disqu- distinguishable, like and distinctive. Yeah, seriously, uh, voices in music. It really
2: is. Yeah, there's no question. The, the first note you hear. It's instant
3: Well actually They just released A song called Misery And that was I think that This is the first song Where I actually was like Happy Matt Skiba was in the band Because like That was an amazing song They Is I think that it, off it, of like Their have,
1: deluxe That they're putting out You're saying Yeah They're coming out With a deluxe edition And they just released A new song and, I haven't heard it yet song,
3: I haven't either. That song to me Was my favorite On California oh, Like okay. all of it and,
1: and, and Matt Skiba Sounds amazing What song, song is though. it again Because I haven't heard it It's so, it's called misery. Misery. All right, we're gonna have to check it out. Uh, we want to know your thoughts yeah. too. If anybody else has heard of it, you can tweet us at Spin Thoughts Pod. Now, uh, Brandon, d- did we give him the last one? No, you're gonna give we them the have last not. one. This is
2: the last fan frenzy question. At Everyday Pilots asked, "What was going through your minds when you wrote
3: Awake?" Ooh, oh, that's that's a, that's a question for uh, Alex Stevens over here because he's the one that wrote it.
2: And clearly, it had yeah. nothing to do with your dreams because you were awake. Is that right?
3: <laughs> yeah, no, I was totally awake when I wrote it. Um, but um, yeah, that's a really cool song. Um, I, I it was the reason I really like that one is because it was one of the first songs that I've ever written that that really um, kind of came to me like at a point in time when I needed it to come to me I guess um I've I've never really written a song that flowed so freely based off of what I was going through in my life at the time not saying it's like uh, autobiographical by any means but someone who I like really care for was kind of going through some some really hard stuff uh and it was like it was really getting me it was really affecting me and and before I knew it you know I was playing guitar and this was kind of coming out
1: all right guys so that was the fan frenzy segment with Alex and Nick from the Everyday Anthem. I want to thank everybody who replied with questions, tweeted at us. We really appreciate you, and we hope you continue to do yeah, it in the keep future. keep those coming. Now, Nick and Alex, we are winding down here at Spinning Thoughts. It's always a somber time because we've grown so close. Um, and, mm. Right? I mean, am I wrong, guys? <laughs> mm. No, no, that's... Sounds about right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're best friends, it, basically, got, at this point. So good. The connection is definitely there. It is electric <laughs> and vibrant, and I love it. Um, before we sign off, gentlemen, we want to – Brandon and I, we suck at the whole podcasting and interviewing thing. So we like to let you guys have kind of like the last word here. Uh, is there good. anything else you'd like to add or say to your fans that we probably missed?
2: Yeah, Anything that we didn't hit on that we should have?
3: Uh, I mean, I just kind of want to like thank the fans that have been kind of like, we have a lot of fans that have stuck with us from, you know, the first EP, not even even before that with the YouTube covers that we were posting before we were even a band. Um, and the people that have stuck with us pretty much through the whole time and, and new fans, we just, I don't know, it's just, it's pretty amazing that people listen to us and give us their time. And, you know, I just want to say thank you to the fans that do that and put that in for us. Yeah, seriously. It means a lot because we, you know, we count on them to, to help us do what we want to do. But then here we are at the same time wanting to do what we want to do for them. So we really can't thank, thank them enough.
1: There we go, guys. Hey, Alex and Nick from the Everyday Anthem, we want to thank you for being with us here on Spinning Thoughts. No, thank you for having us. You're so welcome. Let's do it again, guys. You guys rock. Thanks. Of course. We will. Just, just let us know, man. We'll come hang. Let's do it. Ne- yeah, next time we're getting you in the studio. How's that? <laughs> that way we can't hang up on you. <laughs> yes, please. We would love that. And for those who are wondering, they're like, wait, they got hung up on? No, I'm just so damn good at post production. You have no clue that it even happened. <laughs> Boom! Just blew your mind. Nick we and could Alex. Hang up in person. That would be more abrasive. <laughs> yes. Nick and Alex, thanks for being here, guys. Of course, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good one. Once again, we want to thank Nick and Alex from the Everyday Anthem for being with us here on the Spinning Thoughts Podcast. Brandon, give me your thoughts after this endeavor. Dude, I really enjoyed talking to Alex
2: and Nick. I always love when there's two members of a band involved. We get differing opinions. Uh, It's awesome. And if you have not checked out the uh, full-length debut album by the Everyday Anthem titled Nobodies that dropped on March 25th, do so. Do yourself a favor and listen.
1: While you're checking out the Everyday Anthem, make sure you're checking out the Spinning Thoughts Podcast on Twitter at Spin Thoughts Pod. We're on Facebook and SoundCloud. We would love for you to subscribe to the podcast for free, free on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and more. Our website is SpinningThoughtsPodcast.wordpress.com. Signing off from the Spinning Thoughts Podcast. This is Angelo. And this is Brandon. As always, we leave you from the Spinning Thoughts podcast, World
2: Music Megaplex, here at Evergreen Studios. Keep on rocking out with your
0: peace out. It's always better you. I keep the TV on when I lie in bed. To try and dim the noise, it's always in my head. They say people never change. You'll always be... Around with just my t-shirt on off. Keep it doesn't matter, it's your favorite song. I'll see you summer after all of this is gone. But if there's one thing I do, it's so that you know it's always been you. It's always been you.